In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is in our midst. As Christians, as followers of Christ, we know, and especially in our confession of faith, those of us uh, who either have thought back or have, through the process of catechism, understood both scripturally and in the tradition of the church what baptism is about and chrismation, what it means to us as we are grafted into, as we hear from the scriptures, into the body of Christ, as we become a, a new member, a new creature is the word that's used in Christ. We are illumined. This is the prayer from the baptism service right after we have baptized and chrismated the catechumen, whether it be a, a child, an infant, or at any age of life, we read the same prayers. And I say, you have been justified, you have been illumined. You have been baptized, you have been illumined, you have been chrismated, you have been sanctified, you have been washed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I do this and there's a kind of a symbolic act of sprinkling of water and to, to show this, this cleansing, this sanctification that has taken place. And we know from the, the theology of our church, the teaching is that we are always in the process of becoming. And what that means is the act of, or the event of rather, of our baptism and our chrismation, while it may be a beginning of our journey, it is just that, a journey. It's not the end. It's not a single one-time event in the past, it's the beginning of a journey. So we are always, as we continue on in our journey, in the process of becoming. And we know this in the, in the language of the church, the words of the church as theosis, of becoming like Him, meaning God. This is a process. This is a journey. This is a journey that if we so choose to walk on this journey is a lifelong journey. We're never quite there, even though we have become a new creature in Christ, a new person. We have, as the Scripture tells us, put off that old person and become a new person, illumined, sanctified, blessed, changed, transformed. This is a process, and it's a journey that we are on, a journey to the kingdom. And yet, as we all so very well know, we still live in this world. We are still here, surrounded by all the very things that we, by the grace of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, were removed from us when we became a member of the body of Christ. Still around us is darkness, 
still around us is anxiety, fear, anger, hate, all these things that exist in the world that we see every day, every day, every day. But for us who so choose to receive and to live in the light, to be, as the prayer said, illumined, made new, born anew, as the Lord told Nicodemus, born again is the word that's used. We are on this journey guided, protected, enlightened, blessed by the Holy Spirit if we so choose. This transformation that occurred for us is there for us throughout our life. Now we heard in the gospel passage, this very short passage, about the widow of Nain, or Nain as it's pronounced. And her only son had died. And she was, as we hear, in tears, or she was grieving for her only son, for the de- at the death of her only son. And it's important for us to see this connection because our Lord showed and shows His power at every opportunity, His authority, His power to heal. The Jairus' daughter, this widow whose son died, and Lazarus are the, the miracles of raising again to life that He showed. But there's so much below the surface that... He wants us to understand because we are in and around us all the time death, spiritual death. And at times, even though we are alive and breathing, we all fall into, we all struggle with spiritual death sickness, and even death at times. And our Lord brings not only physical life as He did in this, uh, in this uh, gospel account, but He offers to each and every one of us spiritual life, eternal life. We refer to Him as the physician of our souls and our bodies. We seek heal- healing when we come to the sacraments, and yet knowing that one day for each and every one of us, we will pass from this life with the hope of eternal life. It is indeed the spiritual healing, the return, the transformation to our original beauty, to our original likeness that we are to seek. This is, as we mature in our Christian faith, what we come to understand. And this is the message that our Lord wanted those who were there that day when He raised this young man from the dead and brought him back to life. This is what our Lord wants us to see, to understand, and to seek. This is the process of becoming. When we get to a place where we understand this, even though around us, 
is anxiety and fear, is even death. Paradise, which we seek, which is eternal life. This is our journey that we are on. Our Lord in His compassion and in His love and in His mercy and in His grace seeks to raise us from our own coffin, our own grave of spiritual sickness and death into eternal life. His empathy and his concern for this widow in her moment of grief and despair is here for us, each and every one of us. By our response, by our life, by our living in Him each and every day. This is the journey to the kingdom. This is the opportunity and even the assurance that Christ is with us and never away from us even in our suffering. And by participating in this life, we experience this very same joy that St. Paul was speaking about to the church in Corinth. The joy, the joy of giving, in this case he's referring to, but the joy of abundant life. So in our Lord's healing of this young man, in our Lord's compassion for this woman, in our Lord's teaching to all those who were there that day, let His power, let His life, let His love and mercy be our strength as we continue on in our journey to the kingdom. Amen.